Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Barefoot on May Day. There is an old folk custom that at dawn on May Day, one walks barefoot in the dew-drenched grass, thus receiving a blessing of wisdom on this most magical of days. I began doing this myself many years ago because I was charmed by the whimsical and poetic nature of the act making an intentional and prayerful connection with the good earth as it is turning green under my feet. Of course, in Maine, it is still pretty chilly on May Day, at dawn, and many a year I have walked barefoot on frosty grass. But still, it is a lovely sacrament, and I look forward to it every year. Although on the surface, this appears to be a fanciful custom linked somehow to the old May Day beliefs in fairies and fertility, the ritual of walking barefoot on the earth is an old and universal spiritual practice. In cultures around the world, including the ancient Egyptians and Babylonians, uh, one stepped on sacred ground with bare feet in order to absorb the holy and life-giving power of Mother Earth. The Hebrew Bible intones that God commanded Moses to take off his shoes when standing on holy ground. It was imperative to go barefoot in the presence of the deity, thus the Islamic practice of leaving shoes at the entrance of the mosque. The foot was believed to be a person's organ of direct relationship with the earth, a conduit for sacred energy and wisdom that coursed upward from the ground to all parts of one's body and soul. There are many representations of feet in ancient artifacts and cave paintings, Images of feet appeared in megalithic graves, on seals for stamping on clay tablets, on pottery, and always in conjunction with goddess symbols such as chevrons, spirals, and circles, so we know they were the goddess's feet. Feet and footprints symbolized cyclical time, the passage of time, and the passage of Mother Earth's energy through all beings, the unending stream of vital energy that kept the pulse of life going. Often the foot symbol was accompanied by images of caterpillars, snakes, crescent moons, and plants, suggesting the perpetual process of becoming, of transforming from one stage to another in the endless cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth. The goddess's footprints were also abstracted into such universal symbols as the Sanskrit swastika, the four-footed wheel that continuously turned walking over the earth like the rays of the sun. In folk belief, any unexplained footprint-like markings in fireplace ash, house dust, or the dirt around the houses and barns were attributed to the goddess walking through and leaving a blessing. In later eras, when male deities supplanted the goddess, the symbol of the footprint came to be associated with Buddha and the god Vishnu, but unlike the vitality of the goddess's footprints, which symbolize the eternal and cyclical flow of life energy, the god's footprints merely signaled the former presence of the god, a sort of I was here insignia. The human footprint has retained some mystical significance into recent times, as some folk practices uh, maintain that harm could be done to people by defacing their footprints. Now, modern science may be coming around to explaining the power of the foot in a way that confirms ancient understanding. 
We now know that the sole of the human foot has around 1,300 nerve endings per square inch, more than are found on any other part of the body. Why are there so many nerve endings on the soles of our feet? Clinton Ober explains in his book, Earthing, that it is to keep us in touch with the earth. He describes the foot as a sort of radar sonic base that extracts energy from the earth, energy that we need to keep alive and healthy. Ancient cultures had a name for this energy. It was qi in China and prana in India. Modern scientists call it telaric energy, the subtle ground currents that are part of the larger system, the global electrical circuit that includes clouds and our entire atmosphere. Ober describes the planet as a giant battery that keeps us charged. The Earth's electrical energy maintains all systems from our bioelectrical bodies to our electrical Earth. But, he points out, we modern humans spend most of our time being separated, insulated from the Earth and its electrical charge because we live in modern house, wooden houses with synthetic flooring, drive cars with rubber tires, and wear shoes with rubber or plastic soles. He recommends walking barefoot on the earth each day. Thus, the old folk custom of walking barefoot at dawn in the dewy grass of May Day begins to sound like a healthful, wise, and sacred practice after all, especially because wet grass is a perfect conductor of electrical earth energy. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.